0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us for episode six of He Said, She Said. I'm your host, Eric.
1: And I'm Sierra.
0: In this episode, we're going to be talking about how we view money and finances.
1: Yay. My (laughs) favorite topic.
0: Yes, you're usually not a fan of whenever I bring it up. No, I'm
1: like instantly annoyed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so kind of just to start, we'll talk about how we kind of grew up viewing money. So uh, I definitely feel like my family grew up upper middle class. You know, we always had food on the table. We had a pretty decent house. Mm-hmm. Um, we usually went on a vacation here and there. And a uh, big thing is me and both my brothers, we all played travel sports. Yeah. And I know that's super expensive.
1: Yeah. Geez. And yeah. there's three of you.
0: Yeah. Um, and your
1: parents played sports too.
0: Yeah, they did. They played up until they moved to Texas. Yeah.
1: So like in their what, late 40s? Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They played in over 40 leagues. Yeah. And, so yeah.
1: that's a ton of time and money.
0: Oh yeah. But uh growing up kind of viewing money, it's like uh never kind of truly learned about money and finances. It's like, you know, I got the basics, you know, you go get a job, you make some money, you pay your taxes and you pay your bills, but nothing outside of that. Mm. And uh I feel like, you know, hindsight's 2020, if I would have knew a lot back then and carried it with me, things would be a lot different, but yeah, it's like I just remember dad would pay bills or write checks to pay bills because, uh, you know, everything was not always online. Yeah. But beyond that, like I said, I never really learned about leverage and investing and all these other great things I wish I had learned.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to go to college. That's, I think, a big one with <laughs> Yeah. our generation. We were kind of thought we had to go to college and... Mm-hmm. Now we're literally paying for it. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, and college is super expensive nowadays, and it just keeps getting more and more expensive. Mm-hmm. So, what about you?
1: Um, I don't know. I'd I would say middle class. We weren't upper middle class by any means, but we weren't like lower class either. Mm-hmm. I had two older brothers, but my oldest brother was ten years older than me. So by the time I started like paying attention to stuff, he was pretty much out of the house. But m- we all played sports yeah eventually my brothers played travel baseball but then my dad coached it and then my oldest brother coached my brother too okay. so i don't know if we got some sort of discount with that i don't know
0: <laughs> no i don't think i don't think it comes with any discount yeah and i don't think the coaches get paid so no they don't
1: <laughs> but yeah i mean and then i was in gymnastics for a while i was always in a dance or cheerleading and that I stuff's was expensive say,
0: those are usually really expensive
1: yeah And I don't know, I I did a lot of like extra things, you know, Mm -hmm. 4-H, FFA, and that stuff did cost money. I mean, especially 4-H, you have your livestock, your animals, all that. So that's super expensive. Yeah. Um, And we went on vacation. Our vacations were a little bit different than like what you would consider a quote vacation. We went to Florida maybe once a year, but it was always with family.
0: You guys had a condo down there or a beach house? or
1: Yeah. But like I said, it was kind of just... It was always the family, yeah. Um, and it was always pretty much the same spot, Mm -hmm. obviously. But then our other quote vacations would be going to like Mississippi to see my family, and (laughs) uh, we used to go to amusement parks a lot. Like,
0: well, I mean, the amusement parks, I'd consider that a vacation, but I mean, yeah.
1: But it took a it took us like an hour to get there. Yeah, and it would be like a day, so it was like a like. Uh, Okay,
0: so it wasn't like uh,
1: it wasn't like our five day Universal that we go to. But no, we went to uh king's island ohio freaking (laughs) still one of the best amusement parks Um,
0: you've still yet to take me
1: i know i keep trying yeah uh but yeah so and i mean we never like i guess struggled but we were never like above and beyond Mm -hmm. we would go to like goodwill you know not everything we bought was from goodwill right but it was just kind of more of like a thrifting thing which is now popular but you know back when it was when I was going, I could have died if somebody saw me <laughs> going in. But, and yeah, I mean, I always got like brand new school clothes. Mm-hmm. But usually I can't remember how old I was when I started buying my own hmm. school clothes. What? Is that I weird?
0: Just, yeah, I mean, a little bit. I, oh. Well, I don't think I ever bought my own school clothes.
1: Yeah, I wanted to just so I could get what I wanted. Ah. And, but so like I would sell my 4-H animals, which would, one pig would usually bring around $500. And, I mean,
0: that's kind of a lot of money.
1: Yeah. And then I would sell the gilt, the girl pig, outside of the 4-H fair because you weren't allowed to sell the gilts at the 4-H fair. Oh. You could only sell the barrow, which is a boy. <laughs> um, but so then she would usually bring around $200. So then I would have all of that to spend on like school clothes and stuff that I oh, wanted. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, we never were really told no, but it was kind of made aware that things were a little bit tighter but i never they never talked about how much they made
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they never like paid bills in front of us hmm. and i don't they never talked to us about money either yeah so
0: eh, Like I, say, I think that's kind of common and and i think as alaric grows up you know i think we should be open with him about money but how do you view money now <laughs> you want
1: me to go first or you want to go first um i Okay, I'll go first because I feel like I'm gonna be longer, and you like to cut me. You're off.
0: gonna be longer? Oh man!
1: Yeah, maybe not. I'm sure, as you guys have know, as you guys know now, listening to us, uh, I'm a little bit of a free spirit, modern hippie, I guess. <laughs> uh, so I think money is fake. I mean, uh, it, it, it it is. It literally is. I mean, banks don't have enough money. To a point. No, it is. Banks do not have enough money to cover what's in your bank account or everyone's bank account that they have in that bank. There's not a physical drawer or closet that all this money is stacked up in. It's fake. It's literally a number that you're supposedly guaranteed by putting in all of these work hours and doing a service for someone that's higher up than you. Half the time, you don't even realize who actually is your top boss. And so then you're working all these hours, giving your time, which is the most precious Mm -hmm. thing that life has.
0: Yeah, I think we can both agree with that. Yeah.
1: So you're giving your time for not even a guarantee of money. And the scary thing is, if everything goes digital, you don't have anything if it shuts down. If they decide not to pay you or take away or close all the banks, you don't have anything. and. How are you going to... I mean, because before money was a thing, people traded, right? They traded... Yeah, you
0: know, bartered and... Yeah.
1: It sounds funny. Like, I'll trade this chicken for that sack of potatoes, but (laughs) that's how it was. And because you're gaining something with actual value, money is so made up. Someone literally said, here is a piece of paper that I am deeming as valuable,
0: well, it's because it was easier, right? Because everything before used to be precious metals—you know, silver, gold, copper, bronze, all that. And that was... b- I'm
1: talking even before that. I said they traded—they chi- traded a chicken, they traded cloth, they traded flour. It was, and people lived within their village, and everyone took care of everyone. There was certain people doing certain things that they would trade. Someone had a good a skill as something, and then mm-hmm. they would trade their skill for food, or they would trade their skill for another skill. So I'm reading The Fifth Agreement. It's a series, second book to the four agreements.
0: Never heard of either of them.
1: Well, a lot of, it's very popular actually. But it's saying that with even with words, someone came out and said, this is a book. And we believe that it's a book because we are being told at a young age that it's a book. So... Us starting out as kids when money was well you know, well into the cash society and we were already programmed that this is valuable, Mm -hmm. that's why we believe it. But if we had never been told this is one dollar, this is worth one dollar, it would mean nothing. If you if you were like an alien and you came down (laughs) to earth and you're like you literally trade paper for services that are way too expensive for what the, like you work forty hours a week and you barely make a paycheck because of taxes because why not take half of the paycheck, right? Yeah. See, I could go on forever. It's fake. Nah. It's such a broken system and it's broken for middle class.
0: Yeah, I will say that. Middle, middle class is by the cla- worst.
1: Yeah, because middle class funds the lower class who are living off the government, living off the taxpayer's dime but then we're also working for the upper class who get to pay us whatever they decide because they know that our time is valuable but we're gonna have to take whatever pay they give us because everything's so expensive and we have this mindset that we have to work to live and that's such crap we do not have to work to live and i cannot tell you how many times i've told eric this in Everyone looks at me like I'm crazy. Your dad looks at me like I'm crazy. But, like, you're not put on this earth to work to live. I hate it. I know. And I feel like the sooner
0: that you realize that you need money to do all these things that you want to do... I
1: don't... I don't... I literally don't want to do anything.
0: But you want to just, you know, go out and kind of be free and... I want to... Have all this free time.
1: I want to go out and I want to be free as far as we don't have debt. We don't... Like, if we could just... Buy a piece of land. I'm talking like full homestead.
0: I mean, I'm not I would against that.
1: love it, and but no, you would be against it when you don't have a flushing toilet. So
0: yeah, okay, you're right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but gotta have that. You, I just, time is so precious, and life is so precious, and I think it's BS that we work until we're at minimum sixty-five when we're already tired, we're drained <laughs> from life, we're beaten down. Yeah, and then we get to retire, and that's even stressful because the retirement. Is getting less and less. Mm-hmm.
0: I definitely feel like the system is broken there. Yeah. Because yeah, you're you're working in you know your key years that you could be living.
1: Yes. And
0: that's by, what I'm saying. By the like, time you can retire, you're too uh, old to really do anything. Yeah,
1: and a lot of people start ha- developing medical problems at that age, mm-hmm. and you're tired. You don't want to. It's time to rest, and thankfully, a lot of people do sometimes get to rest at that point. But what if you're middle class or lower middle class? You're still working. Yeah. and that, Or you don't, like my dad, you don't necessarily have to work anymore, but you've I feel like we- have done it for sh- so long. Yeah, you've done it for so long, and you've been worried about money kind of your whole life, and so you just can't stop. You can't stop worrying about it.
0: Yeah. And also, it's like, you know, the those people that work, 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 and that's what they've done for 50, 60 years, it's like, I don't know about everybody else, but just from my opinion I've, or my view, I've seen a lot of people, it's like, once they stop working, it's like- I don't, their body kind of just shuts yeah. down and they pass away. It's, yep. it's so it's, weird.
1: It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I think it's, I don't think it's necessary. And I'm never going to think it's necessary. I know <laughs> a minute ago you just said, when you realize you need money, I will never think that it's necessary. I just don't. I don't think I was, I don't think I was supposed to be put on this earth. <laughs> I think I was supposed to go somewhere else because I don't believe anything. What I don't believe a lot of things that a lot of people believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let me try to take over here for a second because, um, I feel completely different. I think money is a necessity. I feel like you need to have a well-paying job, or you know, at least a decent passive income, you know, uh, of some sort, to be able to provide or do the things that you want to do. You know, our current situation. I know we've got a lot of debt, and our goal is to get it paid down as quickly as possible because it's bad debt. But you know, once we have that paid down, then we're hoping. To build stronger income streams, like this podcast, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, we're hoping that it could become an income stream. Yeah. And, you know, that'd be really cool because it's something we enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. And that's something else, you know, when you're working and doing something you enjoy. And if you're making money from it, then it almost doesn't feel like working.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think my current job, like... Since I, I work 15 hours a week, I used to do 40, but now I'm not mm-hmm. 15 since you're traveling. But it's like, yeah, it's a job and it takes my time. But I work with great people that that's it doesn't feel like I'm necessarily working. Like I'm not I don't dread going to work in the morning. <laughs> right. Solely because of the people that I work with. But do I like my job, like my actual job? If it was at another office? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. But like it's not my passion mm-hmm. um, so
0: yeah, well, you know it's it's not your passion, but it's a little something to kind of keep you busy and kind of keep you occupied, right? But just in general, for millennials and I guess all the generations after us millennials, I feel like we're kind of getting screwed yeah. because you know money, inflation, a job paying fifty thousand dollars just ten, maybe fifteen years ago would have considered you being... Middle class. You'd be able to afford a house. Oh, shoot. Then maybe we
1: were up for middle class.
0: <laughs> a house or a decent place to rent and pay all of your bills. And still even having, you know, a little bit of savings or something to invest with, right? Now, 2022, you know, to achieve those same goals or statuses, you have to be making $100,000. Oh,
1: that's... And I feel like that's a low end. Yeah, it's... Because not to tell people our finances, but we together probably make more than that mm-hmm. and we're living with your parents like yeah i mean
0: <laughs> we like I said, we i know we, we have, have we have bad debt and that's our goal is to get it paid off and you know that's why we are living with mom and dad right now but after that we'd be able to to afford a decent house i know that's probably not what you want <laughs> but still you know just say we had to wait you know ten, another just... 10 or 15 years uh what say we had to wait like another 10 or 15 years you know if inflation keeps on the same track that it is now, you know, you'd have to be making 150 to 175 thousand to be at the same statuses and afford the same things that you afford 10, 15 years ago.
1: Which I'm sure will happen because it's slowly creeping there. Like, yeah,
0: I mean, just look at the housing market yeah, the last three years.
1: That's what I was gonna say.
0: Yeah, it's it's really crazy, and it's like if you're not investing, you're falling behind, right? For everybody that likes to keep their money in a bank, I think the banking system's kind of just a scam. If your money's in a bank, you're losing value because the bank's going to pay you, what, 0.07% interest?
1: Yeah, because they got to make money.
0: Well, you know what a bank does, right? They take your money and then they invest it. I know. And th- that bank will make, make 10% money. on your money. Yeah. But they only pay you 007 Yes,
1: because <laughs> they have to make money. Yeah. It's a business. Everything's a business and it's all freaking crap.
0: Right. but So, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know... I if we want to keep as little money in the bank as possible, you know, we'll have our emergency fund in well, that's there.
1: that's good because we're well ahead of that then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, but, you know, keep our emergency fund in the bank and, you know, our weekly spending money or whatnot in yeah. there. Um, but, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, 0.07% and uh, 0.7%. That's what it was supposed to be. But, yeah, so the banking system, if they're paying you 0.7%, you know, inflation stays at a normal two, two and a half percent. You're, you're losing money. So keeping it in a bank is uh, definitely not what we want to do. Um, I kind of got heavy into investing when we were in the hotel in Jacksonville. Oh, back I in, thought uh,
1: it was before that. I thought it was like COVID.
0: No, I wish. And, and yeah, because so February 2021.
1: Please don't talk about Bitcoin.
0: I mean, so February 2021, you know, kind of when I got into it, I closed one of my old accounts that I had from Being a kid and then took some money. No, I still have that. I don't know where it is. But yeah, you know, grandparents had got us some Disney stocks when we were kids. But uh, I really wish I had started just six months earlier because if I had, neither of us probably would have to be working full time right now. Yeah. If if I would have invested uh, the proceeds from the sale of our house back in September of 2020 into exactly what I invested it into in February (laughs) 2021, then we would be very well off, you know, even after taxes and everything like that.
1: And you like to tell me those numbers and it really just like hurts my heart because I'm like, it's not happening now. We don't need to think about it. I know.
0: But yeah. And then it's like, you know, you reinvest money and, you know, the big thing is being able to make money work for you is if you you can have a passive income or have money working for you, then you can have all your freedom. You know, you the key in this economy is finding ways to make money work for you and creating that passive income and have assets. And that's
1: how the rich stay rich.
0: Exactly. You know, have assets that pay for your liabilities, then you'll find the way to get the most important it's and valuable hard. thing back, which is your time.
1: Yeah, but it's it's hard to get out of the upper middle class or middle class because it, they make it seem impossible. Like you have to keep working and yeah. But so that's why the rich stay rich because they they start out that way. Oh and yeah. they know how to do it. But then they, you know, it's hard for middle class or upper middle upper middle class. You have to make that sacrifice mm-hmm. and live uncomfortably for a while. Yeah, and you know, I
0: I think we'll get there eventually it's like i i feel like if we could get into some real estate after we've paid down all of our bad debt uh, i think that's a really good way to create a passive income for yourself
1: like like renting like having rental properties yeah yeah
0: yeah because i mean if you have the rental property you know shoot
1: that's a great idea because nobody no offense everybody listening but nobody's going to be able to buy a house in the next five (laughs) years
0: yeah, I mean, it's like, because one, you know, the, the asset that of the house, that price is continuously going up, and then you've got your monthly rental income. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on and on about talking about money and And this is why investing. I get
1: irritated when it gets brought up, because I'm like, here we go, it's nine o'clock, I'd like <laughs> to go to bed. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it for, you know, I try to make it short with you, but... It usually gets carried on.
1: Yeah. And then I, of course, I can't help myself. I ask questions and I continue the conversation. I'm like, damn it, Sierra, shut up.
0: Yeah, but it's good that you ask questions. It's, I think it's key that as a couple, we are on the same page.
1: Yeah. And I think we are for the most part. For the most part. Look at me. I'm still working. I'm yeah. Let, I'm letting you work, you know?
0: You're, let, you're letting <laughs> yeah. me work.
1: Um, we discuss it, but at the end of the day, I usually let you make the decisions. Yeah. And do I absolutely love it no but who's gonna honestly buy up a lot of land with me and let me grow my vegetables and raise livestock
0: as soon as we can afford it go for it
1: yeah like i'm talking like we never have to leave our little (laughs) our little farm because i just i think that's the, the the point of life like you're not supposed to be driving in 40 minutes of traffic i work 10 miles from the house and it takes me 40 minutes sometimes yeah, to get there. That's stupid. And all of the traffic here, it's so stressful. That is not how we are supposed to live. It is, I just, I do not love, I don't like the, the rat race. I hate it. I've never liked it. I've never thought it to be necessary to be happy. And especially, I feel like people like me that are more on my hippie vibe mm-hmm. that we, it, it, it mentally drains us. Yeah. And it's, it just I hate I hate it. I hate to see people do it. I hate getting sucked in it, but there's not a whole lot I can do about it right now because <laughs> we do have debt and we do have to pay that off, but I think once we pay that off, I don't see that it's necessary that we live and that's that's the thing I think we're not we have we're not going to live outside of our means and i I don't think that you want to no but I don't think we need to live the way that you want to either, even if we can't afford it. there's no reason for it we have one kid
0: yeah and honestly i think we could probably create another topic off of that and yeah, we'll we probably part two. will uh, not even a part two just uh you know how we view materialistic and other things like that yeah but yeah just so going on about money you know i talked to a buddy i was driving home not driving home i was driving up to raleigh you know to go to the airport and i think i talked to a buddy over an hour and a half just about investing and things that we've been doing and we could just go on and on uh but i don't want to you know get too much into this um you know if you ever want to hear more or maybe listen to a bonus episode or have questions you know maybe we could even do a QA with uh, some fans yeah uh you know have a few call-ins we can do call-ins That'd uh, be cool yeah we can definitely try that you know i'd love to chat with others and listen and learn from everyone if it's something you're interested in you know shoot us an email at acs entertainment llc at outlook.com Dot com or message us on one of the social media pages um but let's go ahead just keep moving on how about Alaric you know how are we gonna teach him about money
1: so I kind of already have like a vision of how it's gonna go
0: is this like how you want it to go or how you think it's gonna go No, like
1: how I truly think it's gonna go okay um I think it I think we're gonna talk to him pretty early on I mean we've <laughs> yes. already talked about how we're gonna what is that that you talked about um Basically, he's gonna be like a quote kind of employee.
0: Yeah, yeah. So say say ACS, you know, our our LLC. Because so what we did, you know, we actually created an LLC, opened up a business uh, before we started this podcast because we knew we wanted it to become a revenue stream. And if it becomes profitable, then we plan on when? making. When I like that, I like that.
1: See, you gotta manifest. I'm here. I'm here for the <laughs> spiritual side, yeah. and you're here for the money side. So I think we'll do well in life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when it becomes profitable, we do plan on making Alaric an employee, and we're gonna keep his salary. I think it's under twelve thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars, because if you do that, then you can, you know, write that off as a uh, tax deduction for your employee pays yep. payments, and he doesn't have to claim it on taxes. Yeah. So it's it's a win win and you know, with that money we would make him invest at mm-hmm. least half of it. And, you know, maybe he wants to use the other half for something else, yeah. but you know, most of it is gonna go into investing. Just like mm-hmm. we've already started a brokerage account for him pretty much as soon as he was born yeah. and had a social security number. Yeah. And, you know, he's already got a good chunk of change yeah. in there and but let's
1: let's make it like clear for people that don't really understand. Everything that we just said, Mm -hmm. we're not going to benefit from making our child an employee.
0: No, no. I mean it's like and we're
1: we're gonna make him, you know, do some things like purpose for him. Yeah. Like we're not being horrible parents and making our kid work. No. It's gonna benefit him.
0: Yeah. it's definitely going to benefit him. It's it, It'll be good. And it's going to teach him you know a lot of important skills. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, so we've already got that brokerage account for him and we're going to get a 529 account going for him eventually. Yeah. But we definitely want to teach him the importance of investing at an early age.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so back to what I was saying about how I think it's going to go. So I think uh, we're going to teach him that. You're definitely going to teach him about the investments. And <laughs> I think we're both on the same page about not pushing college unless yeah. he wants a specific career that actually requires college, like a doctor.
0: Um, right, right.
1: Or a lawyer or something along those lines. But we're also going to let him know that it's perfectly okay. Whatever you pick, like you don't have to go to college to be successful. No. If you have a passion for something, go for that because you can turn it into something amazing, even if it's harder. You know, you got to work a little harder and put in a few more hours. But if it's something that you're passionate about, it's not going to feel like work. Yeah. So, but I think I'll have a good balance between you and me. Um, (laughs) So, and he's so smart already. He'll be able to figure out what he wants to do and he'll figure out, uh, you know, how he wants to manage his life.
0: Yeah. You know, I hope I can kind of raise him and give him an entrepreneurial type of mindset.
1: Yeah. But I'm sure he'll have a good mixture of that and... Also, understanding that it's okay to rest and not grind every single day. Like, hopefully, he doesn't fall into the uh, what's that word? Habit. No, like it's like a hustle culture. (laughs) Yeah. So, I'm sure he'll be able to figure out if he wants to follow your hustle culture or if he wants to kind of do a combination of it all and. Yeah. I feel like that's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing a combination. Oh,
0: for sure. So it's funny you bring that up because it's like, you know, there's this thing where people say make mistakes in your 20s so you can fix it in your 30s. I'm sure I said that to you. Live your life in your 40s. Yeah. I've heard it before, though, but it's like, and this is unfortunately kind of the path that I'm on, but I definitely want to teach Alaric that if you work smart and invest your money wisely in your teens and 20s, you can retire in your 30s. Yeah. There's this... Especially if
1: you get like rental properties. Oh
0: yeah. It's like, you know, there's this popular uh I don't know what they Phrase? would call it. What?
1: Phrase. No, uh
0: maybe. I mean it's called fire, right? Uh financial independence, retire early. An acronym. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and yeah, so it's like if I would have known all these things that I know now, you know, ten ten years yeah, ten years ago even, right? You know, at age nineteen, twenty, <laughs> don't you laugh because I'm about to turn thirty. <laughs> But yeah, if I would have known all that stuff now, you know, I wouldn't have to work nearly as hard as I'm working now. Yeah. So as you can clearly tell, we both have very different view on money and how the financial system works. I would say that we have not come to a compromise on this. We have. I mean, we we have a plan of like how we want to pay off our debts and everything, but we're never going to, I don't think we're ever going to view money the same. Oh
1: yeah. No, we'll never view money the same, <laughs> but we, we have a compromise. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Per se. <laughs> You don't think... I mean, something like that, I don't think we have a compromise. I think we just have a plan.
1: No, I feel like that's a compromise because I'm working, you're working. Will I continue to push for a reasonable house? Like I said, we have one kid and we're going to potentially keep it that way unless we adopt a kid. Mm -hmm. We're not getting into all that, but (laughs) at this point, we are only going to have a LARIC. So we don't need a giant house. We don't need a 3,000 square foot house. I mean... That one, that's just more crap for me to clean. (laughs) So I don't want that. Yeah. But we do compromise. I'm working. You're working. So we're both working. We're paying off the debt. I agree we need to do that. Yeah. Um, I am fine with you doing your investments or whatever and talking to me about money, depending on the time, (laughs) literally. So we do compromise. We compromise daily on it. It's just we won't view it the same ever. Fair enough
0: fair enough. But yeah, so, you know, that's uh, both of our takes on money, how we view it, manage it, yeah. you know, all that good stuff. Um, you know, we hope you enjoyed this episode. This was actually a listener's topic idea. Yep. So, you know, like I said, we're open to taking topic ideas and talking to uh, talking to everybody about them. If you have something you're interested in, you know, make sure you reach out to us. Uh, they just sent us a message on Facebook and we're glad they did. Yeah. So, make sure you uh, uh, follow us on facebook at acs entertainment we've got an instagram acs entertainment llc and uh, listen to us almost anywhere right we're on iHeartRadio, spotify amazon music apple podcasts yep. youtube a uh, bunch of other platforms you know reach out follow subscribe like do all the good things we
1: would love it
0: yes thanks again for joining us everyone and we hope you enjoyed this episode of he said she said it's
1: like a crab and get the shell out of here it's hot